Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Revisiting Painful Events Part 2. I hope everyone had an opportunity to listen to Part 1. This is Part 2 and we're going to get into how to make a good decision and how to recover faster from a bad one. So, you know, I, I it took me a little while to um, put this together because there's so many factors that go in to why and how we make decisions. And I could go on and on and on about different areas, but I said it's really not that complicated. I don't want to make it complicated. I want to make it where it's something that in the moment, you could think about. I didn't want to make it too many steps that you had to take. So I really narrowed it down to three areas that is the most important areas when you are making choices in your life. And the three areas that I identified that is the most important part of making decisions in addition to additional factors depending on what the decision is but these are the three most important. And that's desire, intentions, and truthfulness. And those three, I think, can summarize and align you and put you in a position that will help you make the choice that's best for you. And if something happens after that, process then it's just meant to be it's just how it was meant to happen but we have to get to a point when we want to heal and be whole that we own and we identify what makes us make the choices that we make and how can we fix that and how can we recover when the choices we make causes us pain because we can't control what someone else do. We can only control what we do and how we react and the actions that we take and the words that come out of our mouths. We have total control over that. And the whole thing is, is like sometimes we don't identify that the event ended in pain, but we never really think about the steps we took in the process that occurred that led up to that pain. And that's what this is about. This is about taking those events and removing the pain and just look at the process that occurred that led up to the pain. Because you can't keep reflecting back on the pain because that's subjective. All you know is that you was hurt. All you know is that the things didn't go the way you wanted it to go. All you know is that this person did X, Y, Z to you. All you know is that you feel that it wasn't fair. You didn't deserve that because you did the right thing or you tried to do the right thing. But was that the right thing for you? Just because you did the right thing by someone else, did you do the right thing for you? And that's what self-love is. And it's not being selfish. It's saying that. Yes, I'm going to take your feelings in into consideration. I'm not going to allow what's best for you 
to override what's best for me. If there's a happy medium where I can get what I want and you could get what you want and we both end up happy, then that's great. But you you have to identify if you made choices that really wasn't aligned with who you are and what you want. So that's why those are the three top things that you've that I feel and I believe that work for me to identify and resolve the pain that stays in linger after we've had emotional trauma. So the event that I used in part one is, you know, it's, it's like I've had a man throw me down on the ground, put a sock in my mouth and put a gun in my head. And I never identified myself as being a domestic violence victim. It just never really clicked in my mind. I just know that an event happened that changed the course of my life. When it came to relationship, it changed me for a very long time. And I just <laughs> never really thought about being, I, I just really never equated it to being a domestic violence victim. But I was. I just know that I was assaulted. I was attacked and my child was there and had my child not woke up and he was only two years old. Had he not woke up, I don't know what would have happened, but it changed me. That stayed with me. It put a fear in me. But when I reflected back, I realized that the choices that I made had I've been true to me, I would not have been in that situation. Because the choices I made, I didn't want, I want to get alone to be alone. I, I, I wanted to do what he wanted to do. And I allowed too much control over the situation. He helped me move into my apartment, my very first apartment at 22 years old. He helped me move in and never left. Choice mistake number one. I should not have never let that happen. But I'm not judging myself. I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm just identifying objectively that that's where I made the first wrong choice. The second wrong choice I made in that situation was... When I had finally had enough, instead of just ending it, cold turkey, and just moving on, I started rebelling. So I started seeing other guys and doing what I wanted to do and just being really nonchalant about it and doing what I wanted to do. Wrong choice number two. I should have got out of the situation first and then moved on with my life. So now I'm triggering an emotional response from him because I'm doing disrespectful things as far as going out with other guys and 
you know, just not coming home, not calling, not, you know, communicating with him. And when I could finally get away from him, I wasn't answering the phone and stuff like that. So now he's having an emotional response to what I'm doing, which is building up. Then finally, I said, I'm not doing that anymore. So I finally ended it. But I missed a step. We got engaged after four months. He proposed four months into this. So that was mistake number three. No, no, no. Let me back up. Because that was mistake number two. When I finally started doing what I wanted to do, that was mistake number three. So I shouldn't have never got engaged. One, I let him move in. Mistake number one. Two, Knowing that I didn't want to be with him like that, I accepted an engagement ring. Mistake number two. Mistake number three, when I finally had enough, I started rebelling and just doing what I wanted to do. Still with him, but dating other people, hanging out, not answering the phone when he's calling because he always wanted to be with me. So when I finally got away from him and got some free time, I just did what I wanted to do. Mistake number three. Mistake number four, when I finally ended it, I should have gave him back everything. But listening to everybody else, oh no, that's your ring. You keep the ring. I didn't give him back the ring. So I didn't want the ring to begin with. I didn't want to be engaged. So why do I want to keep the ring? But that's just what women do. They get a ring and they keep it. Because I'm not thinking that this is going to happen because he's never been violent with me. He's never hit me. He's never pushed me. There was never any type of violence, physical altercation or anything like that. So my mind wasn't even thinking about him doing something like that to me. So when he came back to the house to get his stuff, he wanted his ring. And I was like, no, I'm not giving you the ring. So that's where the assault came in. But he brought the gun with him. He brought the gun and the sock with him. It's not something that was in my house like already. He brought it with him. So I say that that's what triggered him to do what he did. But I know deep down in my heart it's not. He was going to do what he wanted to do because he did not want to leave. He did not want the relationship to end. And he was angry. And that's the way he took his anger out on me was to attack me. But I have to sit here objectively and say, if I would have just gave him his stuff, gave him the ring back, be completely done with the situation. Done. I don't want anything from you. I don't want anything left of this relationship. I just want my freedom. Could that have made a difference? And I don't know. But the fact that he brought these items with him tell me no. It would not have made a difference. He had the intent to do what he he did when he came to my house. But my thing in the healing process is... That's the pain that it caused. But I'm looking at the choices that I made and how it contributed 
to the pain that was caused. And I was able to look at it from a point of view to say, never again. And mind you, this is almost 30 years later that I'm finally getting to this point. So I carried that around with me for almost 30 years. Because that's when I started taking my journey to wholeness. It was 25, 30 years later. But it's never too late. But I really was able to say, okay, I need to take better care of Tracy. I need to honor Tracy more. I need to honor what Tracy wants and not be afraid to disappoint or let down someone else because that's not in line with what they want. So you have to be very clear about what you want and how you're going to go about doing it. And that's why I came up with the top three areas that you need to focus on when you're making a decision. So the first one is desire. And desire is something that you want. What is it that you really want? And you have to be clear about it. And that's why you can't base your decisions off your emotions because emotions are temporary. They fluctuate one moment. You're you're okay. The next moment you're angry. If they look at you the wrong way, you feel in another way. You cannot base your decisions on your emotions. You have to be very grounded and very clear about what you want because you can't control the actions in the thought process and what comes out of people's mouth. You you cannot control that. But if you ground it in what you want, then you'll be able to make the next step, which is what is your intentions? And your intentions is something you plan to do. So if you are very clear about what you want, Regardless of what's going on around you, you should be able to decide what your intentions are going to be in this situation. And whatever action you come up with, whether it's something you say, whether it's something to do, is it truthful? Is it legitimate? Does it hold value? So... If your desire is to be in a loving, committed relationship, and this is the hardest part for a broken woman because we're always looking for that shooter drop. We're always looking for the bad to come out of somebody. We're always looking for somebody's going to hurt us. We're always looking on how somebody's going to take advantage of us. And we play like we the matrix and we the ninja and we blocking all these things from happening and we're not living in the moment. So you have to be very clear about what your desire is. If your desire is to be in a loving, healthy relationship whether it's with your children, a significant other, whether it's co-workers, whatever the situation is, what is your desired result? And once you come to that, because if you say, I don't want to be with somebody, then your intentions, your plan of action should reflect your desire. 
If your desire is to be in a loving relationship, then your intentions, your plan of action should be in line with your desire. If you don't want something, your actions, your intentions should be in line with that. You can't say, I want a loving relationship, but then you don't let nobody in. You mean, you nasty, you standoffish, you you uh, accusatory every time they don't come at the exact time you they say they're going to come, they're cheating. That is not in line with a healthy, loving relationship. So the choices that you make has to be in line with your desires. Then once you have your intentions in place, your actions, whether it's good, whether it's a positive one, whether it's something that you want or whether it's something you're trying to get rid of, it has to be grounded in truthfulness. You cannot sit there and make up something to justify getting your desires. So if you want a loving relationship and you want to be in this committed relationship and your intention is Oh, I'm going to cook dinner. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do massages. But that's not who you really are. You're doing it just to get what you want. It's not truly who you are. Then that's not grounded in truthfulness. That's deceptive because you're faking it until you're making it. You're doing what you need to do to get the person. But... The reality of it is, if you're not really that person, as soon as you get them where you want them, you're going to stop doing that. If you don't want to be with somebody anymore, but that person was good to you, but you just don't like them, the good guy that usually most women don't want, you don't pick a fight. You don't down them. You don't criticize them just because that'll make it easier for you to get out the situation. You ground it in truthfulness. You're a good guy. You were good to me. This is just not for me. That's truthfulness. So the choices that you make, know your desire. Know the foundation of what you want. Know what your intentions is going to be for that desire. And it has to be grounded in truth, not lies. Because you have to sit there and realize, and when you reflect back and you look at your choices, what you're going to find out is, You hurt a lot of people. You cause other people a lot of emotional pain that we don't take accountability for. Because it's okay because it gave us our desired result. Forget if I hurt you because I don't want you anymore. Forget how well you treated me. But I have to make you out to be the bad guy because it's easier for me to dump you if I have this made up reason for dumping you. Forget that I don't like cooking. Forget that I don't like giving massages. Forget that I really don't watch football. Forget that I don't like wrestling. But I'm going to act like I do. I'm going to act like I do. Because I'm going to get you. That's what I have to do to get you. That's a lie. That's deceptive. If you don't do something, say you don't do it. But say... I'm willing to learn or I'm willing to build up to that part when I'm more comfortable to do that for you. That's grounded in truthfulness. If you don't like football, you don't know anything about football, don't sit there like, oh, yeah, go. Um, 
the Commanders, I guess that's the Redskins new game name for the uh, Washington football team. But don't pretend. Be honest. Say, you know what? I don't really like football. I don't know anything about football. But because you like it, I'm willing. Are you willing to teach me? I'm willing to learn and maybe I can grow to like it. That's grounded in truthfulness. Because if you fake it till you make it, you get the guy. Then once you get the guy, you're not going to do it anymore. Guess what's going to end up happening? Y'all going to end up arguing. Y'all going to end up fussing and fighting. Because now, the real you is coming out. And that's not who he fell in love with. So now, it's going to cause a rift. And what's going to eventually happen? Y'all going to break up. Because you weren't honest to begin with. So now you have the good guy that you don't want anymore. And now you done hurt him. Making him out to be some bad guy. Because it's easier for you to break up with somebody that you can make up something is wrong with him. Than to just say, hey, you know what? You a good guy. You treating me good. I just, it's just not for me. Because in your mind, who would give up a good guy? I'm tripping. But I don't want him. So... What's going to end up happening in that situation is you're going to end up with some dogs because karma is a bee. You're going to end up with some dogs and those dogs going to dog you out. And then you're going to be sitting there looking for uh, Mr. Rogers over there that was a good guy. And then you're going to start feeling sorry for yourself because now you're going to second guess that choice and beat yourself up even more. Then not only that, you ruined the good guy for, for a good woman. That one a guy like that. Because now he's hurt. So now he's going to go out and hurt some other women. Because now he's jaded. Because men can't handle rejection like we do. It only take a man to get hurt one time. One. And he's ruined for life. All the women after that is in trouble. But you have to take accountability for that. So that's why it's important to go back and... Check out and look at the choices that you made objectively. And it's not placing blame. It's not placing blame on you. It's not placing blame on the person that hurt you. It's just coming to terms with the choices that you make and taking accountability for it. So that in the future, as a whole woman, you're able to make the right decisions. You're able to communicate exactly what you want. How you going to go about getting it and who you really are and, 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 and what you're able to give in that moment. And that is being grounded in truthfulness. And those are the three areas that I feel are extremely important. It's not the only areas, but it's the three most important areas when you are going back reviewing the choices that you made in your life, moving forward to the choices that you're going to make so that you know what the what, what to look forward to and how to respond. If you're grounded in your desires, your intentions, and truthfulness, even if someone hurts you after that, you can feel at peace. Because if somebody hurt you and your, your life wasn't grounded in truthfulness, and your intentions was to deliberately hurt somebody, that's going to mess you up even more. Because deep down inside, you know you're wrong. 
But you're going to make excuses and justify it on a lie. And we make up these stories in our head to justify and rationalize why we do what we do. Why we say what we say. And it's not when you are whole, you don't do that anymore. When you are whole and you are healed, you are able to hold yourself accountable and be okay with that. It's no guilt. It's no shame. It's no judgment. You forgive yourself. You identify where you went wrong and you don't do it again and you take the steps to make the correction. That's what being healed feels like and looks like. And that's where I want all of you to get to it. And if you put these three in every decision that you make, I guarantee you the outcome may not always be what you want, but it will never be a bad decision. It will never be a bad choice, even if the outcome isn't what you want. Trust and believe that and you will feel so much better about yourself because it's grounded in truth. Your truth your truth about the truth about someone else when you ground everything in truth even if it doesn't give you the desired result that you are looking for you feel so much better about yourself you sleep better and guess what karma is going to bring you the right person it may take a little longer but what do you prefer do you prefer to live in a in a world where it's it's anxiety and strife and depression and uh, all kinds of stuff that is not for you or wait a little while longer and get what you want and get what you deserve so that's going to be it i wanted to make it a little shorter tonight but you know it is what it is (laughs) but i hope y'all get it and understand that desire intentions and truthfulness is the foundation of making sound choices And though the choice doesn't always come out the way you want it, it's never a bad choice. So that's going to wrap up tonight. Be safe, be blessed, and I will see you next week. Are you struggling to stay motivated or keeping your team productive? Is your work life plagued with issues and conflicts that you are not equipped to handle? Hi, I'm Tracy Horton. As a certified professional and personal development strategist that has gone through my own experiences as a black female in the criminal justice field and managing people for over 14 years, I can assist you with accomplishing effective resolutions for your problems. If you are interested you can take advantage of my free 30-minute consultation by sending me a message to hortonstrategistgroup at gmail.com to schedule your appointment. Stay encouraged and remember, experience is our best teacher.